The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. We're joined by a singer, songwriter, and recording artist named Sam Lewis. Although in the genre of country music, Sam Lewis writes songs that are soulful, meaningful, and true to his heart. Speaking of heart, today is Valentine's Day. And I know there's lots of women out there that are envious that I get to talk to him today. (laughs) He's worked with everyone from John Prine to Casey Musgraves. And even Chris Stapleton called him a modern town's Van Zandt. Rolling Stone, which is a magazine for some of you younger folks out there, called him one of the ten new country artists you need to know. To which his fans said, What? We already knew about Sam. So, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me today, Paul. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. So, speaking of heart, there's a lot of themes that run through music. Love, God, family. What theme do you think goes through your music the most? Well, I don't know. It's it's pretty broad. It's pretty broad even in each in each song. It's I feel it's I don't know, it's it, it leaves me with a hopeful feeling, you know. There's it's a shared it's all a shared theme. But I don't know. I don't, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't have really an answer for it. Well, what would you say the purpose of the music you make is? The purpose for the music that I make is first and foremost for my sanity <laughs> and uh that you know I, i'm i'm most interested in songwriting and fleshing out ideas and and feelings and thoughts and concerns and i'm just lucky enough to be able to you know be crazy enough to to go out and record them and then release them to the world so that's that's the type you know that's kind of what i do and and, and what I like to do, and it's—I mean—it's pretty simple, man. I'm not—I <laughs> wish I was more complex. It would be much—it'd be a, a much more uh, uh, fun. Well, when I'm listening to your music, I hear a lot of different great. I—I I can only imagine a lot of great influences in there. I'm hoping you can tell us about the artists that touched you the most. Uh, it changes, man. I mean, it's. There's there's so much great music out there. I've learned uh, from a lot from from different musicians and songwriters and singers and and you know writers and that kind of thing. And this the the project Loversity is I think the most of all of you know that's all the songs on there. It's kind of born out of uh, um, a lot of Alan Toussaint produced stuff. Uh, Alan Toussaint's a great musician was a great the late great Alan Toussaint was a wonderful musician and producer and arranger and uh from the new orleans uh area and uh he worked with a lot of uh, my favorite artists such as you know lee dorsey and uh dr john and you know the the neville brothers and the meters and all that sort of just really fun uplifting really funky sounds and just very animated arrangements that really pull you in and uh, i've I got privy to a really great record a few years ago by Kenny Vaughn, and uh, the record is uh, Yes We Can, 
by Lee Dorsey. And so I really just, um, I'm still consuming that album because it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of magic in there and it's just, it leaves you feeling really good and, and hopeful. And, uh, and it came out in, in kind of post post sixties, you know, uh, civil rights movement. And there's just no black or white. It's just, it, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's about, you know, it's about everybody. And, and just, there's a really cool approach to, you know, to uh, adversity. I was really drawn to it and took a lot away from it and, and, and tried to try to take that approach. I've written a lot about my past and I've written, you know, somewhat about the present. And, um, this, this is a, a, you know, this is a batch of songs that are very, very current, um, unintentionally current with the times. They just happen to be, you know, what I, what I needed to get out of me, you know, uh, and that's kind of, I think that's kind of the, uh, the bedrock for this project, you know, and, but it's, as much as I love that music that, you know, from that area and kind of what inspired me to, to write and, and create these songs, uh, I'm, you know, listening to other stuff now that's taken me in a totally different direction. So it changes. It's very seasonal. And so many of those artists you mentioned, uh, as you said, from New Orleans, if you could describe yeah. what is it you like about that sound? It's a, I don't know, man. It's a very laid back. It's a very laid back sound. Um, you know, those, the percussive, you know, patterns are, they're just, they're their own. They have, I don't know. They're just, it's just a different, it's a different blend. There's so many different cultures in that area that this music was kind of born out of. I, I love jazz. You know, I, I, I strive to comprehend why this is good jazz and why that's, not so good jazz, you know, and, uh, I'm not that educated. I never really learned theory or anything like that, but you know, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's seeped into, you know, all, all the music down there. And, and I just, I don't know, Alan Toussaint, you know, he's written some of the best songs out there and seems like a pretty, you know, I've, I've, I've read a lot of interviews with them and then I've, I've seen some documentaries on him and just seems like a, you know, very down to earth, pretty pretty simple cat that just really comprehended sound and and wrote from you know not just his heart but he wrote from from the spirit of sound and i don't know it's just it's it's resonated with me for a really long time and i just finally uh, you know about two or three years ago i had to dig a little bit deeper into that archive and figure out what is what am i here what am i drawn to you know and I don't know. I've just I've, I've felt a real kinship with with that flavor of music from down there. It's just uh, it, it's like a, I don't know. It's like it's like a it's it's deeper. It's it's very deep. I, I can't I can't put my finger on it. I'm still trying to figure it out. And where are you from? I'm from all over. Uh, that's about the only complex thing with me is I was born in uh, Southern California and then uh, I was about two years old we we moved and relocated to a really small town in uh, North Carolina so I mostly grew up in that town Asheboro North Carolina and then we moved up to the mountains of uh, Virginia in, uh, in a little place called Carroll County Virginia 
and that's where I graduated high school and I lived there for a couple of years after high school, uh, working in furniture factory and and then uh, I kind of made my way to Tennessee in 2005, and so I've been living in Nashville now for about I guess going on nine years. So mostly, yeah, mostly mostly North Carolina and, and Virginia. I've lived a little bit in Georgia, uh, off and on. But if I had to claim, you know, if I really had to claim two, then it would be Asheboro, North Carolina, and Hillsville, Virginia. And when you made the decision to move to Tennessee, to to Nashville, was it a clear choice? Was it intimidating? How did you feel about that? Yeah, I, I, I think it was a combination of everything. I, I was just young enough to be excited and, and really not intimidated. Uh, I, wouldn't think, I wouldn't say overconfident. It was just kind of time. I was living in Knoxville for about three years. And uh, a friend of mine relocated. He uh, transferred colleges to Murfreesboro, and I had already kind of expressed interest in moving to Nashville. So we moved um, to uh, to the area, and I just kind of was, you know, like a kid in a candy store. I just bouncing around, checking music out, seeing this person play, hearing that person play, and you know, set the bar pretty low when I moved to town. I just wanted to make friends and you know, and, and kind of, uh, learn, learn more of, um, you know, learn more about songwriting and, and try to figure out who I was as an artist, you know, cause, um, there's a few different avenues, uh, that Nashville offers. And, um, and I kind of, I realized pretty quick that I fit into the, to the touring artist, you know, singer songwriter that writes and records, their own songs and goes and you know goes and tours them so yeah i mean it there's some intimidating factors but i just i I don't think that's what it's about it's not i I don't view things like that i don't really view things as a competition it's uh it's more it's it's more it should be more community-based and um so i've I've had a lot of I, i would think a lot of luck and um a lot of good, a good fortune of the people that, um, I've become friends with. They've, they've really, really a bunch of talented people that, uh, have, have I think pulled me up, you know, kind of closer to their level. You mentioned a, a while ago, or just a second ago, that you feel like it should be like a community. As an artist, how do you treat other artists well? How do you serve other artists? Well, you know, you listen to them. You, uh, if they ask for advice, you give it. I don't try to really give too much advice. If you're playing with the ingredients, and I really, you, you know, you really have to respect that. Because uh, I think I think a lot of artists are, are are quite impressionable when they want to be. If they're you know, in creation, you're pulling from a lot of different things. In a field where you're observing and recording, there's a lot of variables, and uh, you got to be really, got to be really careful when you when you start playing with with another artist's ingredients. You know, and 
So uh, the biggest thing to do is, is, is support it and, um, you know, encourage them to keep, to keep doing more, you know, cause I just had a really interesting conversation just last night about that. Just trying to encourage a, a young painter to, to share, uh, share some of their poetry that they've, that they really want to, but they're not, they don't really know how or how to go about it. It's just, you know, you have to encourage them and, and ask simple questions, you know, like, do, do you want to do this? Is this something you want to do? And are you compelled to do it? You know, and how do you, you know, how do you want to go about it? So it's, I think that's the, the, mo- the biggest support you can, you can have, uh, or you can give from one artist to another is just encouragement and let them know that they're not alone, you know, <laughs> uh, that, uh, we all feel the same way. You just have to be, I think a little bit more, a little bit more crazier and, and, uh, and stubborn when it comes to, uh, getting, uh, getting your, your, uh, art out there, you know, cause it's, we, you know, we need it. We need it. Uh, we need it for culture. What would you say is the most difficult thing about being an artist? Oh man, probably trying to have like a personal relationship with anything. <laughs> It's uh, it's very difficult. It's a very difficult to thing to do. It's a lot to ask of another person that's, I wouldn't say not so creative, but someone that isn't. You know, it's not their full time job. It's we're weird people. It's not not a normal, not a normal thing that we do. It's not, you know, there's there's not really um, there's, there's no real forty hour work week with any of it. It's just kind of. It comes and goes, and you know it's uh, a lot of wandering in the dark, and uh, and I don't know. I think it's <laughs> I think at times it's a lot easier to wander in the dark alone. So uh, I think that's one of the most, the biggest I've I've found anyway. One of the biggest difficulties is is trying to share that that darkness and insanity and uncertainty with someone with someone else. Because it's going to be hard to find someone that is comfortable as, as, as you know as comfortable as you are in it. You know that's that's the insanity part of it. That's the how it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, crazy how how comfortable you can be in in a cloud of <laughs> cloud of creation. Do you find it's a it's a somewhat lonely existence being an artist? I think I think it's easy to say that. It's all a choice though, isn't it? I mean, there's not doing anything is still a decision that you've made. It's not so much as loneliness. I think it's, I I think it's pure stillness and, you know, you can't meditate. Well, you can meditate. If you're, if you're really talented, you can meditate anywhere at any time. But when you're, when you're really like super aware of, of everything around you, like I, I have to, it has to be pretty quiet for me to kind of, for me to kind of create. And unfortunately, the, um, I, I need to be alone to do that. And, uh, and it, and it you know, it could come at any time and, and I'm, and it, I kind of serve that first more than anything else. So that's, uh, it's a, it's a tricky thing to, to manage all of that. So I think a sense of loneliness a sense of loneliness can come with that. It's not really, it's not really by, uh, it's not really by design though. It's just, it's just a circumstantial emotion.
there's a lot of things about being a musician that people don't see. Someone could look through your Instagram, for example, and they might see a picture of you with John Prine and K- Casey Musgraves, or and they think, oh, that's really cool. But then I was looking on your Instagram, and there was that travel itinerary, the, the really crazy travel itinerary. So what do people not see? What do people not see? I mean, it's it's the in between. People don't really see the real world. They don't really see the real the real thing. The in between is where we all live, and uh, it can be filled with a lot of different things. I don't really have the gift or the ability to share every waking moment of my day. I wish I could say it was by choice, but I just don't even consider it. But that was a that travel day was unlike any any travel day I'd ever had. I think you're talking about the one where I went to India and I had this like insane 12-hour layover in Newark, New Jersey. A lot of creation came out of all that, though. Hmm. So, you know, I I try to get uh, I try to make the best of any situation. But yeah, the in between, man, the uh, the struggle, the day to day, the the everything, the what the hell am I working toward? You know, I think, um, I think anybody can relate to that. You know, we, we spend a lifetime recognized by your company or, you know, or, you know, do you celebrate a anniversary of some sort? And, you know, these things that, these little things that measure time that make you feel like, oh, okay, I've, you know, I've done what I'm supposed to, you know, I'm, I've done a good job doing whatever I've been doing. You know, but that's not really, that's just, that's just kind of, that's just, you know, that's just as made up as anything else is made up. But yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see, you know, it's a good question, but I, you know, I don't know what you're going to do in between now and the time you post this, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> you're going to do a lot of different, you're going to do a lot of different things. And a lot of them are probably not related at all to your broadcast. Right. That's the stuff that's I'm in, that I am interested in. You know, that's that's the stuff that I am going like. You know, I, I have a hard time watching shows. You know, like uh, I have a hard time going to plays. I lo- I love plays. I love going and seeing live music. I have a really difficult time with it because I'm so interested in and in what else is going on. you know, back behind the drum kit. You know, and and on the on the side of the stage. And uh, the lighting guy, you know, I could watch the lighting guy for an hour and a half. So I'm just fascinated by all the all the different elements that make up one thing. And yeah. Well, what's the first thing you find yourself doing when you wake up? Well, I I do I do what everybody else does. I go, you know. I guess I guess I'm still here. Open up the blinds, see if the sun's shining. Decide whether or not I need, if it's a morning that I need coffee or just a cup of tea. Grab a shower. Go for a jog if it's not insanely cold. Or go for a walk. Open up the day and you know, open up the books, open up the computer, open up the whatever, and pick up where you left off. You know plow through it so you can get to do whatever you 
you know, you want to do that's fun. You know, just try to make time to pick up, pick up an instrument and play a little bit and write a little bit and fill, fill the tank back up. You know, when you make a record, like I'm kind of going through, I don't know, I'll never experience a true postpartum syndrome, but this is about as close as it gets, I think. And so it's just, I've birthed this, this album and it's getting, you know, manufactured and everything as we speak. And so there's this kind of like, not really sense of loss, but sense of like, like the tank is kind of empty, you know, and it's a good feeling, but it's also like, you're really weary about what else you're going to put in there. So these kind of, these kind of times I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of keep pretty close to my, to my comfort zone of, of things and watch, watch my intake because it's going to, it's going to come back out in a different way on down the line. So I'm, I'm quite particular about what I'm putting in my ears and in my eyes because, uh, there'll be more songs to write here soon. And I, you know, I want to, I want to like what's coming out when it, when it happens. I don't want it to be a bunch of crazy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this album you have coming out, it's called Laversity. That's right. You said it correctly. Are people not saying it correctly? Oh, I, I've, I've heard it called (laughs) a couple different names and, uh, it's, you know, it's okay. It's it keeps us talking about it, doesn't it? It's a yeah. talking point. So, how would you say Laversity is different from your other albums? Well, it's very current. It's uh, it's personal on a whole nother level. Uh, I've kind of I, I I don't know. I uh, I think these are th- this is a batch of songs that I've I really feel like I've written for other people in a in a weird sort of way you know I, I write for me you know if I if I like it that's all I really care about these songs were kind of let me rephrase that because that sounds like I'm 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm writing for some sort of task I, I love all the songs that that are on this for, for many different reasons but I just there are songs that I haven't really been hearing and there's songs that I need to hear and I hope there's songs that uh, that other people need to hear too, and that's a totally different approach than uh, writing about you know your last relationship or writing about your childhood or writing about you know something other you got into and you know at a certain age and they're very very current current personal theme things that some of them are kind of already getting thrown into a, a political ring which is very new for me and i'm fine with it i just i have to preface that this is not a political record this is a personal record this is a it takes uh it takes us getting us you know getting getting our things together and in order and making sure that that we're healthy and then we can you know then we can make a change together and and whatever type of setting political or, or or you know anything else so it's it's my way of questioning what we're doing and are we happy about where we're at? And if not, how can we change it? I'm open for ideas. You know, the, 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 uh, comet box is, is wide open. So 
So it's a totally, like I said, it's a, it's a totally different approach than, than, you know, what I've done before. And, and I, and I, and I like it. It feels right. It doesn't, it doesn't feel none of, none of any of this is felt forced, which is, um, I hope it comes across that way. When you finished the album, was there anybody that you had in mind that you really, really were excited to hear their reaction to it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. You know, the guys that played on the record were, uh, I was really excited to get their, their input, you know, on, um, cause they, you know, everybody, they, everybody, it's such a great band, man. Every one of those guys, they're their own guy, you know, and they're so good. And we make music together so easily. It's, it's really ridiculous how, how easy it appears to be, but it also just, it is, you know? And, um, so I was really excited to, uh, once we got the masters in, you know, I, I shared it with them and said, let me know, you know, what you think? I hope you like it. I like it. And, and yeah, you know, they, I think they liked it. So that's, that's kind of who all I really, you know, I'm interested in and, and, and knowing what they think about it. What would you say the best compliment you've received on your music has been? Man, any compliment at all, honestly. No one has to say anything about it. Uh, I, I think I'm a, you know, anytime anybody says like, you know, I, I, I know what you mean, you know, or I, I've experienced that or, you know, I've thought that I, and, and it's, and, and, you know, it's, you said that in, in a really, you, you know, kind of a, a universal way. There's a lot of forgiveness in my songs. And I think that's what I get out of music is sometimes I can't, I don't know how to say something and, you know, and, and that's why music is so important is it, it, it it, it's like it gives us uh, it gives us a voice for uh, for some type of explanation if we can't find the words you know and I've taken a lot away from that from music you know and, and uh, this is just <laughs> it, this is just a uh, a very uh, uh, a, a very average uh, approach at giving back to to what I've taken away from it so I, I think that's the, the biggest compliment is is again any compliment at all, but it's someone saying, "Hey, you know, I I needed to hear that. Thank you." What did you think about what Chris Stapleton said that you were a modern Towns Van Zant? Um, I mean that's a really high compliment. I mean, I, Towns, one of the most prolific songwriters ever to 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 you know to live. There's a lot of pain in his songs. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, realness. There's a, not pretty man. Most, most things in life are not pretty things. And he had an ability to, to highlight them and, and deliver them in, in a very, um, very beautiful way. So, I mean, I, whether I try to do that or not, it's, I think that might've been what he was kind of, maybe that's kind of what he's. I mean, I'm, I'm answering for, for somebody that said this, you know, so I don't know, but it, it made me feel, you know, it made me feel pretty good, you know, like it's a, it's a really nice, it's a really nice comparison. I mean, he could, he could have compared me to, to somebody else that, 
you know, that I maybe didn't like or, or couldn't really see. I get, you know, I do a lot of solo stuff. I get a James Taylor comparison quite a bit and I love James Taylor, but I don't, under, I don't get the connection. <laughs> I, I don't, I've never been able to connect the dots between me and him, but I'll, you know, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it any day of the week. Something I'm very curious about, the tattoo that you have. What inspired the singing cheeseburger? Well, that's not a real tattoo that I have. Okay. <laughs> um, so you got to be careful, Paul, what you, what you, uh, what you, what you see and, and read, man. It's, don't believe everything. <laughs> I got you. I thought about I thought about getting that. No, I, I think I Googled one day worst tattoos ever, and that was like that was in the top ten, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so uh, I think I had a couple people believed that uh, I had got that tattoo, um, and uh, I, I must have it must have just been in my phone, and it was probably a late night Instagram post, <laughs> which is why I I got to watch what I say and do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone out there, they can visit your website. It's samlewistunes.com. Sam Lewis, L E W I S. And the album, Laversity, is going to be coming out May 4th. Oh, it's in May. Okay, May 4th. Kind of to wrap things up, for anyone who's listening in, what would you say to them? Very open ended. Um, be the best version of yourself that you could be all the time. Well, Sam, thank you very much for spending time with us. Thank you for having me, Paul. I really appreciate it, man. It's my pleasure. All right. Well, thanks for spending time with us. Until next time. All right, Paul. You take care of yourself. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. The Paul Leslie Hour is hosted, produced, and written by Paul Leslie for Lifestyles Entertainment. For information, visit thepaulleslie.com. Thank you for being with us. Until next time.